Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Well, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to the New Man Podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening today. My uh, my recording studio is a little bit makeshift, so I'm still working out all the kinks. Um, it's so funny. So um, anyway, I'm going to assume you've been listening at least for the last week, so you know that I've moved to Jamaica, and my wife and I are setting up our new place here. We're kind of living with her parents for a little bit while we set it up. But all of my office stuff is at our new place, so that's where I recorded um, all the other episodes this week. And... It just got really hot in my office, which, you know, I'm in Jamaica, so duh. So every room has a ceiling fan, so you hit the ceiling fan, but then it just kind of creates this buzzy noise. So in some of the episodes this week, you probably noticed that. I apologize. I'm trying to find some options here, but um, I'm still learning as I go. So it might take a while before I get that nice studio quality sound again coming out of my mic, but, um, but for now, uh, here, here we are. So uh, I'm actually recording this one just from my phone, I'll be honest. Um, I'm just trying a different, different spot to see if it's any better. Um, I, I am talking about a subject today that I cannot stop thinking about. And uh, for me, usually when you know, subjects just keep coming up again and you know, I hear them at my work and then I hear them with my friends or you know, sometimes just certain things pop up and I'm like, okay, there's something on that. And um, I wanted to talk about it today because I think for for a guy who, you know, if let's say you're struggling with porn or let's say you're just struggling to like somehow stay focused in this distraction crazy world that we live in, or maybe you're running into some marital conflict or some relationship conflict or, you know, like uh, whatever challenge you're facing, I can pretty much guarantee that what I'm about to talk about today is going to be so unbelievably useful. Now, what we're talking about today is called the positive feedback loop, positive feedback loop. This term is seen the most commonly in a biology context. So a positive feedback loop is generally talking about some sort of series of reactions in the body and how one reaction then leads to the formation of a product which creates more of the catalyst of that reaction. Um, Let me see if I can think of an example. Um, Oh yeah, let's think of like a blood clot. So when your blood needs to clot, basically a signal gets sent to uh, the blood cells. That's like, hey, we we need to clot. So it releases a chemical and that causes the blood to clot. Now, it also causes the synthesis of more blood or more platelets. So when those platelets form, that's sort of the product of the reaction. So chemical gets released, platelets get made, and the product, the platelets now also release that signal for the blood to clot, which creates more platelets. So the clot forms, more platelets form, and so on and so forth. And so you have sort of this chain reaction. You start with a a certain number of platelets, but their secretion of that signal leads to more platelet formation, which leads to more secretion of the signal, which leads to more platelet formation, et cetera, et cetera. Now, a lot of these systems, like you, you might be hearing that and saying, oh my gosh, so then like what, I just, I get one cut in my, in my skin and then it just keeps producing blood forever. Well, most of these biological systems also have negative feedback loops 
or they self-regulate, which means that eventually you reach a saturation point in the system or you reach just some sort of, of peak or pinnacle and then uh, the body uh, releases a new signal and that sort of discourages the formation of the product and it kind of puts everything back to normal or in biology terms, homeostasis. Okay, this is not a biology lesson, but that was an example to show you that there are things in life where you doing something once could begin a chain of reaction that enables you to do it many more times. Or um, maybe let me say it a different way. You engaging in a process that brings about a certain result could lead to an exponential increase or multiplication of that result if done right. And this is why we talk a lot here about the value of consistency. So let me give you an example. Okay. Let's say that you are a guy struggling to read your Bible. You kind of find it boring. You don't really like reading. You know, the audio version helps, but it's still not really that interesting. So you're like, okay, I know I'm supposed to read my Bible, but I don't really enjoy doing it. But let's just say that, you know, something motivates you. You meet a girl who's like, oh, I only date Bible reading men. or <laughs> That's the worst example ever. But you know what I mean. Like, let's say you get something that just sort of says, okay, I'm going to start reading the Bible um, every day. So you read it every day for 10 minutes. Well, what is that going to do? If you do it long enough for 10 minutes every day, what's going to happen is, number one, you're probably going to eventually make some discoveries in the Bible that are going to enhance you as a person and enhance your overall life. So then the next time you run into an issue, whatever it might be, whether it's relationally or, or elsewhere, you're going to turn to the Bible. So it's already become a feedback loop. You've kind of created this loop of like, okay, I read the Bible. It gave me life. And it made me want to improve my relationships. And so to improve my relationships, I had to read the Bible. I, I, I chose to go back to the Bible. So it's kind of this loop, right? But then what happens with time is that the, the Bible starts to feed you and then you start to want more of it because it's so fulfilling. So it fills you more and so then you read more. So now instead of 10 minutes a day, you're doing 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day so on and so forth. Now, you might hear that example and go, yeah, okay, Cynthia, like that's, that sounds nice in theory, but I've tried that and I got super bored and I lost interest and it kind of fizzled out or like it was there for a little bit. It didn't last forever. Okay, totally fair, but it might be that you need to find a different way to engage with the Bible, something that's actually going to be a little bit more enticing, something that actually produces a tangible positive byproduct. Now, this isn't an episode about reading your Bible, but I'm just using this as an example. It's very common, something I've gone through myself and, and just had to work through with time. I guess where I'm going with today's episode is that I would like you to really think about areas in your life where you have positive feedback loops. What are things that, that exist in your life, just rhythms, rituals, practices, uh, what are things that you regularly engage in that produce a, a byproduct that allows you to engage with the activity more? So like, <laughs> you know, if you really, um, like a lot of guys uh, in marriage, the common complaint is that they don't have sex enough. Their wife doesn't want to have sex as much as they want to. It, it's, I shouldn't say it's common, but it certainly happens. So your job then is to figure out well, what are the things that enable, or what are the processes that allow for intimacy to be a byproduct? So you might find that, you know, giving your wife a back rub every day 
just really does a lot of a lot of wonders for her heart. You know, like non-sexual physical contact is very important in a healthy marriage. And what you find is that as you give her more back rubs, well, she's actually a lot more comfortable engaging in sex. And as she engages in sex more, you think, well, I'm going to give more back rubs. And as you give more back rubs, you start to have more sex. So all I'm saying is there's going to be things in your life you're already doing. Things where it's like, yes, I do this regularly. It leads to a byproduct. And that byproduct allows me to do you know, the process or the activity that created the byproduct in the first place. Okay, the free man, the person who is free of porn, the person who has a healthy emotional life, the person who has a healthy marriage, has set his life up in such a way that his regular practices and rhythms of life contribute to positive feedback loops. That's it. That is honestly, it's one of the greatest keys to success that I just kind of observed recently. Like it's kind of been in front of my two eyes the entire time. And just recently I realized, oh my gosh, yeah, this is, this is it. Like this, this is actually how you have a healthy, well-rounded life. You just create positive feedback loops in your priority areas. So in your finances, okay, finances is probably the best example I can give you. Like if you learn to set aside $100 a month, okay, you put it towards savings and eventually you have enough. Let's just say you have a thousand bucks to invest in, you know, some kind of fund. And you continue to put $100 into that. Well, it compounds. We all know what compound interest is. Compound interest is the best example of a positive feedback loop that does not stop. It continues to contribute, and it continues, and it continues. And what happens is eventually the effect of those loops becomes synergistic and exponential, and you get a return that goes way beyond what you initially put in. See, if you put in um, you know, 100 bucks into a fund, every month um, for, let's say you do that for 10 years. Okay, so that's $1,200 a year for 10 years. So that's $12,000. Well, that fund does not have $12,000 because it's a positive feedback loop. It's collecting interest and the interest enhances your contributions. And the more you contribute, the greater the enhancement. So in freedom now, let's say that you make the regular decision that when you look at a person who's attractive, okay, so you just catch yourself like, whoop, like the head is turning and you, you didn't even have a chance to think about it. It's just instinct. It's reflex. Your head is turning. So you decide every time that your head turns, you're going to give God thanks for making a beautiful person. You're not going to condemn yourself. You're not going to try to look the other way to like cover up the fact that your head snapped. You're, just, you're simply just going to give God thanks and move on with your day. Well, the first time you do that, it's probably going to feel forced. Maybe a little bit like weird, and you you might even question like, what what was that like? That didn't do anything, and then you do it a second time, and you do it a third time, and you know it, it's whatever. But then what happens with time is as you start to become more comfortable with your attraction, and you learn to manage it more, and so now it's just it's kind of regular routine. Like, yep, I see an attractive person, I say God thanks, I carry on with my day. As you start to do that more often. Well, then you start to see girls differently because you realize that these are not objects to be oogled at, but these are people 
with, you know, a, a brain and a mind and a heart and, and a God-given purpose and a God-given sense of worth and identity. So you start to see them differently. And as you see them differently, it changes the way you look at them. So now you're not even, your head's not even snapping because you you're not looking to objectify. And now that you're not looking to objectify, the women that, that are in your life, your relationship starts to become better with them. Your friendships start to become more meaningful. If you're with a significant other, you start to have more of a heart connection because your, your brain is conditioned differently. And of course, as you have a deeper connection with them, you're going to feel more fulfilled in life. So again, it, it, this is the positive feedback loop. It's that, it's that positive steps. They, they might start off slow. They might not feel like much but they start to accumulate and the synergy starts to continue and one thing leads to another. If you go to the finance example, you know that that $12,000 that you invested over 10 years might be worth, you know, 80, 90,000 dollars and now you have more options of what you can do with that money. You could diversify your portfolio, you could do some angel investing. You could um, I mean you could just leave it there and continue to invest as well, but you have options now. And it's giving you more um, financial flexibility. I wouldn't quite call that financial freedom, but it, it's certainly heading in that direction. So my encouragement to you is in the area where you struggle the most, you have two options. You can find a solution that solves it directly. If you are looking at porn, you can in install an internet filter. You can do that. If you're struggling in your marriage, in your relationship, you can, you can go to a therapist you can do that. But what I want to challenge you to think about and what any therapist will, will likely have you do if they're, if they're doing their job correctly is they will help you find the things that you can instill in your life today that are going to create positive feedback loops long term. I'm telling you, like, so I, I have been uh, physically active. Like I exercise three to five times a week. I've done this for Gosh, I don't know, probably, I'm trying to think, actually, I, I honestly don't even know. I'm going to say probably six or seven years, okay? And I'm not, like, super muscular. I have a pretty slender build. I'm in decent shape. Like, there's nothing, I, I'm not, it's not like, yeah, I have these muscles like Terry Crews, and I'm going to be on, you know, the cover of GQ because I've been working out so consistently. It's not like that. But because I've looked after my physical fitness, I've actually started to eat better. Like when I look at the way I used to eat six years ago compared to now, it's night and day. I'm more educated on how physiology works and what I specifically need to have energy throughout the day, to make sure I'm optimizing my workouts, and just to, in general, just feel good. So the, these are the kinds of results that stemmed from consistently exercising. And if you don't do that, if you don't build into the positive feedback loop, then you can exercise here and there and it's fine. It's going to have an impact. But there's, there's no loop. There's, there's nothing that's really replicating this thing and allowing it to multiply and eventually synergize. So that's, that's the real goal here. That's the MO and that's what I'm trying to get across. So some of the things that we really encourage here at Deep Clean, like if you're saying, okay, Sathya, like I'm struggling with porn or I'm struggling in you know, this area of my life, what are some things I can do to get started? Number one, find somebody you can talk to about it on a regular basis. Okay, if there's nobody that you know personally, then you're going to have to pay for some professional work. And it, honestly, it'll be the best investment you ever made. But actively engaging in that dialogue on a regular basis, it's going to work wonders for you to discover what's going on why the problems exist, and what is required to solve them. Number two, similar but not the same, 
plug into a community. If you can plug into a community of, of guys who are like-minded, pursuing similar goals, I'm telling you, it will work wonders. And it, it, it's sort of like feeding into that positive feedback loop on, on all different accounts. Like whatever you're learning, it's going to be ex- exacerbated or um, amplified by doing it in community. When you can share your discoveries with one another, you can learn from the other guys around you who are making discoveries. All of that stuff goes a really long way. And the last thing I would say is dedicate 10 minutes a day for your personal development. So whether it's journaling, whether it's reading the Bible, um, whether it's maybe uh, just, I don't know, reading a book that's going to be really helpful, find 10 minutes a day that you can devote to just help yourself grow as a man, as a leader, as um, a husband, whatever it might be, investing yourself regularly. Those things, my goodness, the, those are big positive feedback loops and they work absolute wonders for you in this journey called life and in this journey called sexual wholeness, sexual integrity, purity, whatever it is you want to call it. So that's everything for today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. And you know, I... Um, I just, I, it means the world that you guys are listening to this. Um, and if you want to even take it to another level, you could share this with someone. Maybe you know someone who's struggling, someone who needs a little bit of a pick-me-up, a little bit of a guide along their way to, um, you know, um, improving in their integrity or whatever it might be. Um, share this. And, you know, honestly, I can, I can truthfully say the greatest impact on the, sp- uh, impact on the spread of this podcast so far, by far, has been people sharing episodes with one another. So, um, that just means the world to me, and, uh, and I want to just thank you guys for listening. I wish you an amazing day. I wish you a life of confidence and integrity and wholeness, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.